0: from totally terrible to just plain bad.
1: Buttermaker, she's Amanda, he's Kelly, no wait, that ain't it, he's Boyle, she's Cleveland, I'm that smart-ass Tanner, no, that ain't it either, this isn't the Bad News Bears, this is the training camp edition of Vikings Report, through and Ted, Drewster, how are you? Hey,
0: Ted Glover, <laughs> here we are, back for another exciting episode, episode 101, Yeah, which is 100 plus one if you're keeping track at home.
1: Named after the famed 101st Airborne slash Air Assault Division
0: at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. In the great minor league pitcher, Morris Buttermaker. I mean, I'm an old, broken down, third-rate ball player. I like to drink too much. I like to smoke my cigars without anybody bothering me, including you. <laughs> I love The Bad News Bears. One of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. Yeah. It was the first movie breakthrough for me. That had, you know, it's always been Father's Knows Best, Leave it to Beaver, Brady Bunch. And then the, they turned the world on its head and showed these how kings really act back in the 70s. Oh, well, well, if it is an
1: ingle puke. How'd you like me to stick this bat with a sun never shines, Turner? on it. <laughs> Yeah, that was the first movie I can remember seeing. Like, I had seen... You remember the movie Gus? You know, the field goal kicking donkey? Yeah. O- <laughs> Oyich. <laughs> uh, Oyich? That was like a wholesome movie. I'd seen that in the theater. And then I saw Bad News Bears. And I, I think I saw that in the theater. I can't remember. Like, I'm pretty sure most parents back then thought it was like, oh, it's a kid's baseball movie. I'll take the kids to it. And it was, but it kind of <laughs> wasn't.
0: Now, guys, somebody's going to pay for this windshield. And I think, Engelberg, it's going to be your father. Bullshit. <laughs> no, <laughs> my buddy Chuck up here, we were 10 years old. Eleven years old in 1976. And his parents were super religious. And that's exactly what happened. They we had to go to the movies. They took us to the movies and they thought it was just a kid's baseball movie. Halfway through that movie, Chuck's father was sitting there with his mouth open.
2: This is madness! This is Sparta!
0: <laughs> they could believe what he was watching. They wanted to leave, they wanted us to leave. Well, no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> moments of seriousness if you haven't seen the original bad news bears you got to go see it because it's a great great move matthew does a great job of that move.
1: yeah it's one of the more underrated roles for walter Matthau. i mean like when people talk about his great roles they don't talk about him as buttermaker and bad news bears because it's kind of a slapstick well not slapstick but a comedy you know movie and but man he did a, a really great job as a broken down bitter alcoholic ball player that's kind of down on his leg he did a great job i'm a bum
0: no you're not you taught me how to pitch you taught me how to (laughs) Ah, damn it can't you get it through your thick head that i don't want your company everybody was in the proper casting role for that especially vic morrow the late vic morrow yeah he was heads and shoulders probably the best actor for that part
1: funny my youngest daughter's in town for a visit i was just kind of telling her that you know kind of how we do our show format because out of 101 episodes, she's never watched one, which is kind of like on par for my kids. I don't even know who you are. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're not sports fans. It's okay. And I, I was telling her about the Bad News Bears, and she's like, oh yeah, the movie with Billy Bob Thornton? And I'm like, no. No, the original one. Out, Walter Matthau. No, no, no. You, you got you to gotta watch the original one. So I think before she leaves, we're going to sit down and hopefully watch the original version.
0: But the whatever. remake was terrible.
1: Never watched it. I try not to watch them. The remakes.
0: All those players that they had was it Aguiar, and the personalities fit so well. Hopefully, the Vikings' defense this year is not the Bad News Bears at the beginning of the season. Lupus. Lupus. Lupus.
2: God, does that
1: booger-eating spaz make me want to puke?
0: Hopefully not. Remember they lost their first game 26 to nothing, and they didn't register and out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Good choice for tonight. Ruby Tootsis, how are you doing this fine evening?
2: i totally forgot to add myself to the beginning of the show again sorry about that
0: that's
1: fine you're a cat we've got to cut you some slack
2: yeah okay so i just have one question you said your daughter is here from out of town does that mean we have gabriel in the house
1: no it's my youngest daughter
2: oh darn okay yeah hit it papa hit it papa (laughs)
0: <laughs> we got a part for him coming up I need to discuss it with Ted So tell Gabriel to start practicing Alright
1: So we got a big show ahead of us tonight We're going to talk about training camp Training camp is underway for the Vikings Lots of news coming out of Egan We're going to talk about a couple of roster moves That happened right as training camp started We're going to hit the training camp battles On defense last week If you didn't join us One, I don't know what's wrong with you What the hell is wrong with you? Go back and watch that show Pause this one Go back and watch it last week And then get caught up because this week we're going to talk to uh, all the positions on defense and the training camp battles. We've got trivia coming up. we got a whole bunch of stuff. But right now, Ruby is going to play a nice little ditty we like to call Purple Pain Forms and VikingsReport.com promo. Hit it! Hit it, Tootses! Like the O line hits the blocking dummies.
0: That's a- <laughs> <laughs> or Engelberg runs over a Yankee player. <laughs>
1: There are two places you should probably want to go to to get all your Vikings news and information. One of them is this show right here. The other one is Purple Pain Forums. That's purplepainforums.com. It is the best Vikings message board website conversation room on this here worldwide web. You could go to 100 other sites, but Purple Pain Forums is the best. They have a lot of contests, they have a lot of great information, they have a bunch of great contributors that give site only articles and information that you won't see anywhere else. Great group of people to talk with. It's nothing like regular social media. So go to Purple Plane Forums, great site, well moderated. Check it out. The other website I'd like to talk to you about real quick is vikingsreport.com. That is our little humble corner of the internet. Ruby's worked about a hundred hours to make sure that website's up and running. We got over a hundred gifts in our store, I think. We've got contests coming up. So go check out vikingsreport.com. It's got a link to Purple Plane Forums, other appearances and shows we've been on. Uh, a link to the Vikings prize vault that Ruby and Drew do a great job of maintaining. So, Purple Pain Forums, VikingsReport.com. Go check it out. Go check it out. A couple other things before we get going. Drew, you want to give a shout out to a, a couple guys that are now professional football players that have been guests on this very show. What you talking about, Willis? Is this some kind of joke? What are you talking about, Willis? Can I get a
0: Bam,
2: bam, bam, bam. Ted, bam, 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 bam,
0: bam. Yes, I do want to give a shout out to a couple of our friends that have been nice enough to join us on Vikings Report. Ted had really great interviews with these guys, and uh, both of them have made the pro rankings, Ted. That's awesome, man. Hollick, offensive lineman has made it to the USFL. And then our friend Brad Cecil, who is the starting center for the University of South Florida Bulls, mm-hmm. who we talked to his junior year, he interviewed junior year. Last year had his senior season, and we talked about him getting hooked on with a team, and he signed as an undrafted free agent with the Lions. I know it's a division rival, Ted, but it—you know we to—we got to give a shout-out to Mr. Brad Cecil tonight. More importantly, Ted, it proves if you can come on the show as a player, as a young developing player, you can come on Vikings Report, you're going to make pro football.
1: You come on this show, we are the gateway to the National oh. Football League.
2: Ranging within the perimeter of these boundaries is the drama, the violence, the excitement of an athletic event.
0: We are the gateway, Ted. <laughs> so actually, actually, if anybody out there has a promising you know, friend, student, family member that are coming up in the ranks, yeah. we'll get them on here. Let us know. Get a hold of a uh, comment down below or get a hold of the show, email the show, and we will get them interviewed. And next thing you know, they'll be on the Vikings. There you go. That's just cool, though, I, especially Corey Hollick. He came from that really small school, had to go to Nebraska's
1: Pro Day. Very unheralded dude. Right. Now he's in the USFL, and more than a few guys have made the jump from the XFL and USFL and have signed NFL contracts. And offensive linemen are at a premium in the NFL. And Brad Cecil, too, man. Just a great dude. Could have left school after his junior year, decided to come back. South Florida had a bad year his junior year. He said, no, I don't want to go out like this. I want to come back and set the example future class and so he came back for senior year and now he's he's got a a legit shot with the Lions so good luck boys good luck to you
0: absolutely
1: it is cool but before we talk about the rest of our show buddy what time is it Ted Drew cooler than you are
0: so why don't you fix your little problem
1: and light this candle he's right light that Egan candle
2: yes Resume the countdown!
0: Alright, I'm cooler than you
1: are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown.
0: What about Tanner Boyle? (laughs) Just go back in the dugout, you crud. Everything was crud with that kid. What a perfect casting spot for Tanner Boyle. (laughs) It
1: was. So we are broadcasting our shows out on a Sunday. The Vikings, they started training camp on Wednesday. Veterans had a report on Tuesday. They had their first practice Wednesday. They've been going at it for a few days now. As of this recording, this is what's going on. Before training camp even started, Jordan Addison was so excited To get to Egan and get started, he was caught doing 140 miles an hour in his Lamborghini on, I think, I-94 at like 3 or 4 in the morning. You know what he said? Why he was speeding?
0: I heard something a couple days ago, yeah.
1: He had a dog emergency at home. Had to get home to his dog. Okay. So you don't believe him?
0: I think it's a hell of a job by his PR group because everybody loves dogs. I don't buy it, but here's the more important thing, Ted, to me. Mm -hmm. It's over with. Yeah. It's over with. Doesn't matter if this dog real, dog thing is real, whatever. I care about Jordan Addison showing up, reading that playbook, memorizing that playbook, learning the routes. That's what I care about. I care about the things going forward. So a couple things. If I was 21, 22
1: and somebody handed me literally millions of dollars, I would probably buy a Lamborghini and I would probably want to see how fast it would go. I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying it was right. I can just understand at one point in my life, about a hundred years ago, I was 20, 21 years old and I did stupid things. I'm not a smart man. Fortunately, I didn't pay a serious price for it. My stupidity didn't get me hurt. Didn't get me killed. Didn't get anybody else hurt. Didn't get anybody else killed. He said, man, I I was dumb. I made a huge mistake. I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to take him at his word. Let's see how it how he goes forward from here. I agree with you about the football acumen, get in the playbook, get on the field, make some plays. Nobody's going to care. The only other thing I'll say about this, and people were just pilloring him online suspend him, throw the book at him, blah, blah, blah. John wick killed 450 dudes because somebody killed his dog. And he is labeled as a hero. I heard you struck my son. Yes, sir, I did. Yeah, may I ask why? Because he stole John Wick's car, sir, and uh, killed his dog. Jordan Addison is going 140 miles an hour to get home to a sick dog, and everybody wants to throw him in jail. I don't know. Seems like a double standard to me. That's all yes. I'm
0: gonna... <laughs> Well, now that you look at it like that, I totally believe the dog story. All right, there we go. I'm with you, though. I've done, who knows what I would have done if I got a Lamborghini and a bunch of money when I was younger. <laughs> I was driving around one Friday night, toasted, after the football game, and I go, I'm gonna go see what Gary Wells is doing. I drove over to his house. I never made it to his house, but I sideswiped his mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sideswiped his mom's car and I went home and I went to bed and the next day Gary Wells came over. I thought he knew it was me, and he came over and he knocked at the door, opened the door and dude, somebody ran into my mom's car. I'm gonna kill that bitch when I find him. <laughs> i said dude I'm, I'm with you let me help you
1: <laughs> and this is the era before ring cameras and the cameras on every corner yeah
0: look at the bad news bears are driving around in that cadillac with 13 <laughs> people in the car no seat yeah, belts. yeah. That, that's Buttermaker. yeah let's see what addison can do ted i'm not gonna grind him down too much for it yeah okay so training
1: camp news so brian o'neill as you remember late Last season, I think, at Green Bay and Lambeau Field, that cow pasture they call a football stadium. partially tore his Achilles heel. There was some concern about him moving forward. A lot of people expected him to open up training camp on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. That was not the case. He's on the active roster. However, he has not participated in practice. He's been over on the rehab field. I think that's still a positive development, though, not being
0: on the pup, don't you? I think it's a great, great development. Everything looking up with that, Ted, that's a positive, positive thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't take a snap all preseason. I'd hold him out. If he's healthy enough to practice, the Vikings have a, a couple of joint
1: practices with a couple teams coming up. I think he'll get some action then if he's healthy enough to go. But I agree with you. I don't think he'll play a whole lot in the preseason, if at all. One of the big questions heading into training camp was Daniil Hunter. Right. You know, I like Daniil Hunter. Been a great player for the Minnesota Vikings. One of the most dominant defensive ends since he's been drafted in 2015, I believe it was, out of Louisiana State University. But Daniil Hunter being unhappy with his contract when training camp rolls around has become as much of a training camp tradition as trying to figure out who Mr. Mankato is. I'm tired, boss. I mean, he just, he's just not happy. He's just not happy with his deal. Who won the last two, Mr. Mankato? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were the 1977 Mr. Mankato. Was that Mr. Universe? I can't remember.
0: No, that was uh, Mr. Doing Shots of Jack Daniels. I won the award for that. Oh, okay. Ted Glover. So,
1: good news, bad news with Hunter. As of this recording, he is in training camp, but he has not practiced. He hasn't even been seen on the practice field. They said they are working on a deal with him, depending on who you read on the internet. Reliable, unreliable, whether you believe these sources or not, that between Hunter, TJ Hawkinson, and Justin Jefferson, Hunter will be the first guy that gets his re- deal redone. So they're going to figure something out. My guess, this is just my guess, is that they're going to give him like a one-year deal. He's going to get like 15 or $20 million bucks this year, and they'll make him an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, what are your thoughts on Hunter at all, Drew?
0: This never goes well. I mean, I want everybody to get their money. But didn't he do this last year and the year before or something? He's done this for, I want to say, 16 consecutive training camps now. And then, he, and then he gets in there and he has like four sacks and he's hurt. Yeah, I'd love to have that guy at full speed, healthy, playing for my team. But you got to get the holdout whining thing over with. Yeah. I think he's a great player. And I think I he's going to have a great season this year. But I'm kind of like Bud Grant. Player doesn't want to be here. I'll trade you. That's how I look at it. And, you know, and people are saying trade him. On one
1: hand, I can understand that. You want everybody to be all in. I think if he gets the right deal, he will be. But he's one of the few players on this Vikings defense that is a known quantity. We're going to go through all the defensive positions here in a little bit. I'm looking at these guys, and there's a lot more questions than answers. And
0: I think Hunter is a guy the Vikings need to have in the fold this year. I think that's a good point, being how many of the young players we have. Yeah. We need a couple guys that are going to really really step up and be the team leader on defense. And let's face it, at full speed and healthy, Hunter's the best defensive player we have. I think so, yeah. And with losing as a Darius Smith,
1: you know, trading him in the off season, yeah, he's the only guy that is a known quantity as, as a pass rusher. So I think they'll get something done. I don't see him getting a long-term deal. I think he'll get the amount he's looking for this year and will be an unrestricted free agent next year.
0: I think it's going to be around $17 million.
1: I'm thinking right around there, around 20, whatever. But, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Some other roster moves. As camp opened up, Andre Carter the second, the highly touted undrafted free agent defensive end, second lieutenant of the United States Army. He started training camp on the PUP, the physically unable to perform list. For training camp, it's a little bit different than the regular season. He can come off the PUP at any time and start practicing right away. If he's still on the PUP when rosters are cut down to 53 players – uh, and he's on the active roster, he must sit out a minimum of the first four games. Offensive lineman Chris Reed is on the active non-football injury list. That's the very similar to the pup list. The only difference is the Vikings can decide whether or not they want to pay him his money because right. his injury happened while not football-related. So they also waived Malik Knowles, and they signed guard Jack Snyder, tight end Colin Thompson, and tackle... Bobby Evans with the Jack Snyder. He's a guard. Do you think that kind of puts
0: Reed in jeopardy? You know, being on the NFI list. Reed is pretty valuable because he plays both guard and center. I think Reed and Carter both make the team. Worried about the depth at of offensive line with all those signings this week, Ted. I mean, yeah. What do you think about that tight end signing? Not much.
1: Maybe a training camp body. I don't know. I don't put much stock in him making the final fifty-three. We'll see. Okay. But that's kind of where the Vikings roster sits right now, and training camp's underway. You know, after just a couple practices, I think it's safe to say after watching the highlights of the Minnesota Vikings in just shorts and shirts, no pads and helmets only, they are going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, you're right on there, brother. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like Kelly Lee. The great Jackie Earl Haley, Ted, not to be confused with
1: Bill Haley of the Comets. I hate getting so ramped up when training camp starts. I know better every single year. I'm like Charlie Brown when Lucy holds the football. Like, Come on, Charlie Brown, kick it. All right.
0: This time, I'm really going to kick it. I'm going to kick the habit. This is the end of all my faults. Ugh!
1: This year, I'm going to kick that ball. Except know. for
0: 1984. We, <laughs> we knew that, wasn't <laughs> <Yeah. the beginning. laughs> that was going to be a disaster. last <laughs> tackle. My God. <laughs> All you youngsters out there, take the Lord you didn't have to sit through the less steckle season. That was bad. That was, that's bad, bad, bad.
1: <laughs> All right. So that's training camp. As news breaks, we'll put it out on Twitter or whatever. And we want you guys to know that next Tuesday, we are not going to do a studio show. We are going to be live. We're going to have Christopher Gates, and we are going to have Vikings Twitter legend Sal Spice joining us. She will be at practice that Tuesday. She'll come on live and give us her impressions of how the Vikings look, both on offense and defense. So look for our show live just a couple days from now, Tuesday, seven p.m. Central Time, right here on our YouTube channel.
0: You are looking live,
1: <laughs> Mustang Sally. <laughs> She's a legend on Viking Twitter. I've known Sal. I've never met her, but I've known her since like 2009. I think when we both went on Twitter at the same time. She's been on there forever. Looking forward to seeing how this team progresses, especially the defense, which we're going to talk about right now. Drew, last year the Minnesota Vikings defense was Michael Jackson bad, bad, you know it.
0: But didn't Weird Al do a remake
2: of that?
1: Yeah, it was bad. He did.
0: Two. And that was the difference of, what if the Vikings had like a number eight defense last year? Do we win it all? A case could be made. A case could be made, Ted. Yeah. You're exactly right.
1: You know, last week, like I mentioned earlier in the show, we went position by position on offense, and there's really not a lot of jobs up for grabs on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe depth at wide receiver, maybe depth at a couple O-line spots, but for the most part, the offense is fairly settled. The defense, on the other hand, is not. It's just unsettled. Let's go over the defensive line. Last year, the initial 53-man roster, the Minnesota Vikings kept six players. Right now, they have listed on their defensive line Calvin Avery, Ross Blacklock, Jonathan Bullard, Sheldon Day, Dean Lowry, James Lynch, Assesi Otomeo, Harrison Phillips, Jaquelin Roy, TJ Smith, and Kyrus Tonga. I only got four guys that I think are locks for this roster right now.
0: Okay, give me those. I guys. got
1: Tonga, I got Roy, I got Phillips, and I got Otomeo. Blacklock was on the team last year.
0: He didn't do very well.
1: He didn't. Jonathan Bullard, I guess I could put him down.
0: I got your sleeper, Ted. Who's the sleeper? Avery. Really? The big guy from Illinois. He's just, like, what they say, grown into your body. He's a pure okay. nose tackle. He's got speed. He's got the, you know, the move to get in the gap. But more importantly, he's going to eat up blockers. And that's what the job of a nose tackle is. But go look at his tape in Illinois, dude. He had a very impressive player. Okay. And he may get relegated to the practice squad, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pick him to make the final 53. Wow. You got him in the running for Mr. Mankato? I do. That do you was really? yes. you right. Okay. It's a long shot. People probably going to disagree with me, but I don't make decisions off what other people think. If you're talking unheralded guys, and
1: I don't know – if calling him unheralded is fair because he was a fourth-round draft pick kind of early. Jaqueline Roy, he is a big dude, man. He's like 320 pounds. He looks the part of the true nose tackle that the Vikings need in a 3-4. You talked about this. To run an effective 3-4, you've got to have a true nose tackle that can eat up blocks and that linebackers flow and make the play. I don't know that Phillips or Tonga or Bullard or any of those other of those guys are that guy. Roy, I feel, can be that guy. Am
0: am I wrong there? No, not at all. And he can multi-position guy. You can throw him out there at defensive end in the 3-4, and he's quick enough to take care of the role out there. That guy's like an X factor. I like him like I like Patrick Jones, you know? Very, like, athletic. and just They look very confident when they play. I think the draft picks all this year are going to shred, the ones that they keep on the 53. But it's all about the young players, and he's at the top of the list. Okay. So I, I had Otomeo, Phillips, Roy, and Tonga. Did you agree on those
1: four? Yes, and then I had Avery in there. I'll go with you on Avery. I've got Bullard as my sixth guide. You got anybody else? You like Blacklock or Day or Lowry? I'm going to go ahead and say Lowry.
0: You're not going to go out and hunt some guy down and then cut him, are you? Well, yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: I'm going to add Lowry as my number five, and then Avery as my number six.
1: Okay. So again, and there's really Phillips, I guess, maybe. But there's really nobody that stands out and is like, man, that dude is a player. That dude is a man. Yeah. Maybe Phillips. I, I mean, they're all big guys. They, I mean, they're all men, obviously. But I mean, like a difference
0: maker on the defensive line. I just don't see one right now. Do you? No. Harrison Phillips. He's a good player. He will make a difference this year. That's the area I'm most worried about in the Vikings.
1: Yeah, I, I am too.
0: All right. The next position is inside linebacker. Currently
1: on the roster, they have Brian Asamoah the second. Abraham Boplan, Troy Dye, Jordan Hicks, William Huber, William Quenku, Ivan Pace Jr., and Troy Reader. Last year, coming out of camp, the Minnesota Vikings kept four inside linebackers on the roster. Who's your four? I've got three that are kind of are certainties. I've got Azamoa, Dye, and Jordan Hicks. Ivan Pace Jr. is an intriguing guy. He was a really good linebacker at the University of Cincinnati. He was predicted to go fairly early in the NFL draft. Third, fourth round, he ended up going undrafted. The Vikings signed him. He's a guy that I'm looking at that, okay, I guess I'll pick Pace and maybe Quanku. There's a lot of guys I just don't know a whole lot about.
0: That's why you can't really say how the Vikings defense is going to be this year. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. bunch of unknowns, but Asamoah, Hicks, Quanku, and Pace. I don't know why Pace didn't get drafted. You're going to be able to see a lot of them in the preseason,
1: Ted. Another Mr. Mankato candidate?
0: Yeah. You know what? I'd probably give him a shot over Avery. I think Pace is going to make the team. It's a no-brainer for me. Okay. Is that guy's tape at Cincinnati, man, he looked like Mike Singletary out there. He was good. He was great. I don't know what the deal was on not getting drafted. Maybe there's some medical issue I don't know about. Yeah. But I know I uh, talked to Tyler Fornes about it. He was shocked as well. We both had him at least getting drafted. What a great free agent pickup, though. Yeah, he was. Him and uh, another guy we're getting ready to talk about. So that's inside linebacker. Dude, the linebackers and the defensive line have a lot to prove. We could end up getting just gassed.
1: <laughs> that's what she said.
0: Oh!
1: An outside linebacker. We got Marcus Davenport, Daniil Hunter, Patrick Jones, Luigi Villain, Curtis Weaver, Benton Whitley, DJ Wanham, and. Andre Carter, who we just talked about a little while ago. He's currently on the PUP.
0: We probably have the same guys here. Go ahead and name yours.
1: I got Davenport and Hunter are no-brainers. I think Jones is a no-brainer. Wanham's probably a no-brainer. Normally, I would have thought Andre Carter because, again, like Pace, he was a guy a lot of people thought was going to go third or fourth round of the draft, ended up going undrafted. I think being on the PUP hurts him a lot. I'm going to say Luigi Villain. I think Carter makes it. Even if
0: he is on the oh, yeah? pop and has to miss four games. I think he'll be a practice squad guy. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think he makes the roster because, just like Pace, same reasoning. Watch that guy's tape, Ted. Yeah. I mean, he didn't make my Drew Big Board. I got called out for it that he wouldn't get drafted. I ended up being right about that, but I think I'm wrong about the player. I don't know why he didn't get drafted either. This could be a huge thing for the Vikings. If Pace and Carter blow up and mm-hmm. make a difference on this defense... It's certainly going to make Questy look like a, a genius. I mean, It <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. You're right.
1: Because I'll tell you what, right now, his first draft class in 2022, we're going to talk about these guys right now, especially in the secondary. They need to show out this year. I mean, yes. it's, it's time for Booth and Evans and Lewis Seen to show out. So, talking about them, let's talk about the cornerbacks right now. So, at the opening of training camp, Brian Flores had a press conference. He was asked specifically about cornerbacks, and he said, quote, it's going to be a competitive camp, unquote. Now, back when I wrote for the Daily Norseman, I did these two bits that people kind of liked. One was Rick Speak, just kind of taking Rick Spielman's press conferences and (laughs) interpreting what he said. And then another one I did that people really seemed to like for whatever reason, I called ZimZoo, which I'd take Mike Zimmer's weekly press conferences and took what he said, and then again, interpret. Well, I've come up with a new phrase for defensive coordinator Brian Flores whenever he's asked a question about this defense that he has to, to coach. I'm calling it floratory. So Brian Flores said, it's going to be a competitive camp when asked about his cornerbacks. Yeah. That's Brian Flores' way of saying, man, I got no idea who's going <laughs> to start. I got no clue. I got no idea. <laughs> exactly right. So, all right. So here's who we have on the roster. And again, last year coming out of camp, Vikings kept six cornerbacks on the roster. So we've got Kalen Barnes. We've got Makai Blackman, rookie, third round pick, I believe it was, USC the aforementioned Andrew Booth Jr., CJ Colden Jr., Caleb Evans, Tay Gowan, Byron Murphy, Najee Thompson, and then like the Williams troop, we've got Jalen Williams, Joan Williams, Billy D. Williams, Ted Williams, his <laughs> Royal Highness Prince William, the first in line to the British Empire throne. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Williams in the Viking secondary right now.
0: Oh, let's not forget the great Barry Williams.
1: Barry Williams. here we go.
0: We got him, got to throw him in there to play corner. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Williams. I don't <laughs> think Ted Williams will make it, though, Ted.
1: They put Ted Williams' head in suspended animation, thinking someday they'll have the technology to reattach his head to a body and he'll hit 350 or whatever. I don't know. Anyway. So, like, look, that's just Brian Flores' way of saying, I don't know, man. There's a lot of question marks on the secondary. I, yeah, Blackman, I think, is in for sure. A Caleb Evans, free agent signing, Byron Murphy for sure. Joe Juan Williams, we'll talk about him in a second. And then, like, there's two more guys. Tay
0: Gowan, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Um, Caleb Evans, Murphy, Joe Juan Williams makes it. I got five guys for sure. I got Makai Blackman,
1: I got Booth, I got a Caleb Evans, I got Byron Murphy, and Joe Juan Williams. That's five That's out who of I 10. have. I'm going to go Gowan. Gowan, okay. That's just a flat out
0: guess, though, Ted. Yeah.
1: I don't know. One interesting thing of note early in camp, it was Byron Murphy and Caleb Evans starting as the Vikings cornerbacks. When they went to the nickel, it was not Andrew Booth Jr. that came in. It was former second round pick Joe Williams, who was out all last year signed. I, I think he got drafted by the Pats, missed all of last year. And so it was Williams out in the nickel package and not Booth. Very early in camp. I don't know that that means anything. I think a lot of it has to do with Flores just kind of seeing what he has and who can play where. If Booth flounders this season, we're talking
0: Treadwell. We're gonna legit discuss being a bust. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Blackman's one of the guys I have scheduled as my top defensive player this season. Okay. You know, he's got
1: an opportunity to come in and contribute right away. Yes. I mean just just because the cornerback
0: position is so unsettled. He could win the starting job. Murphy's is one side all locked in. Byron Murphy, I think he's locked in, but Blackman Certainly has as good a shot as any of those guys on the list to be in the other corner, doesn't he?
1: I think it's Murphy and Evans. Evans' concussion injury history is concerning, and they got him a new helmet, so I I think hopefully that will help alleviate those issues. If he can stay healthy, I I think it's Evans' job to lose.
0: You may be right with that, but in the long run, Blackman's going to be the best corner in this team.
1: I think Blackman and Williams, not Billy D or Ted, but Joe (laughs) Wan. And, and Booth are going to be kind of your next three guys in line there in some order. Man, I don't know. As to the other guys, who the sixth guy is, I, dude, I don't know. They could go five. They could go five safeties and go five and five. I, man, I don't know. So Ted
0: Williams' head is frozen. Yeah. Is suspended his body
1: frozen or just no, his head? No, just his head.
0: Just his head. you imagine if they actually transferred his head to a player? Be- Wouldn't that be wild? Oh, I want to see it happen in my lifetime, Ted. <laughs> I think Walt Disney's frozen too, isn't he? I don't know. I have no idea. We need to keep him frozen. <laughs> <laughs> no more animal kingdoms, man.
1: None. No. You... <laughs> Take that Epcot center and blow it out your ass. <laughs> of <cow. laughs> tomorrow, my aching <laughs> and then we'll finish it off with safeties currently on the roster and this one if there's like a settled position i'm thinking it might be safety they kept four coming out of camp last year the guys on the roster right now are cam bynum lewis scene theo jackson josh metellus harrison smith and jay ward i got smith metellus Seen, and
0: bynum easy same as me
1: Yeah. You know, if they go five safeties and five corners, I think it's going to be a dogfight between Theo Jackson and Jay Ward. Flores likes Metellus. He does. Yeah, he does. I think Metellus has a chance to really be a special player in this Flores offense. Because for as passive as Ed Donatel was last year, Brian Flores is as aggressive. So, I mean, the Vikings may lose. They may lose, you know, they may give up 35 points. But by God, they're not going to let teams march down the field methodically. They're probably going to give up a lot of big chunk plays. That
0: was the problem, Ted. I mean, it was like every game between the 20s, we just let the receivers get these square outs and drive down the field. I think Brian Flores is
1: going to try as much as possible to dictate the tempo to the offense, unlike Ed Donatel, who just let the offense do whatever they pretty much wanted and just didn't really start to care until they were in the red zone. Is it going to work? I hope so. I mean, obviously I hope so. I'd like to see an aggressive defense flying around. I think Harrison Smith is going to be an absolute piss missile coming in from the secondary on blitzes going after quarterbacks, which is something he should have been doing a hell of a lot more last year.
0: If we can get Lewis Seen and Harrison Smith blending together, that's going to be a big, big advantage of the defense because he's a great player in space. You
1: think Seen – Is a starting safety to begin the year?
0: I think because of experience, Bynum may start, but Sean will work himself into the lineup.
1: Harrison Smith, three years ago, would have been perfect in the Brian Flores defense. I'm kind of concerned. You know, Smith's a 12-year veteran now. One of the few guys that has been with the Vikings his entire career, which I, I absolutely love. Very throwback dude. I mean, he would have fit in well in the Purple People Eaters era defense, I think. But what they're going to ask him to do, I wonder if he can physically do
0: consistently like he used to be able to that is a good question but i also know flores wants him out there to coach yes with all these we have like half the defense is going to be new guys okay. i mean, it's I going to be new guys or young guys we need a guy like smith monitoring it as we do yeah. hunter monitoring the front seven yeah gotta have a leader up at those two positions but i think he has lost his step but who else to learn from better than Hitman for Lewis Scene, Right. And Lewis Scene is exactly what Flores wants, Ted. Like the rover back, you can line up all different places and stuff. Flores can mm-hmm. have a great time with him. And I think from so, what I heard, Scene's rehab went really well.
1: So that's the Vikings defense.
0: Dude, where do you see this defense finishing up? That's like trying to predict Ted Williams' frozen head what his batting average will be when he comes back. Uh, <laughs> and how they fit a helmet on him. I don't know how to predict it, Ted. It, it, like we said, we'd be happy if they got to number 20 from number 32 or wherever they were before. But yeah, it's the blending and everybody knowing what their role is. When you get a bunch of new guys together, and the majority of them are young new guys together, it's tough. There's going to be a lot of mistakes made, and maybe yeah. we can overcome them. Over on Purple Pain Forums, head on over there when you get a chance,
1: com. I, I put up a poll And I I asked, hey, where do you think the Vikings defense is going to end up this year? And most people are right around 20, give or take a few spots. I think that's a fairly realistic number. There's so much youth and inexperience on this defense. They're going to have to get better because they can't be any worse. And they've literally gotten worse the last two years. I honestly, truly believe they're going to be better this year because Brian Flores just brings a completely different approach and a philosophy To this defense. I don't know that he's got the horses to fully implement what he wants to do, but he's going to try. And I think this Vikings defense is going to be a boom or bust unit. They're going to make a great play or they are going to give up a huge play at the worst time. And I think it's going to be that way for
0: a good part of the season. And if they are a boom team, And Say they get in the top ten, we're talking dynasty for the next three years because they are young. They are young, and you just keep rolling on from there. What if they did finish top ten with this offense? The Vikings, they'll be moving people in the NFC. If by some, I don't want to say miracle, but if
1: by some chance Brian Flores can coach this unit into a top ten defense, this is a legitimate Super Bowl contending team. So anyways, that's where the Vikings defense sits as we enter training camp 2023. And don't forget, join us Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Our good friend, Christopher Gates, is going to join us. The Vikings Report Rewind crew is back. And we'll be joined by special guest, Sal Spice. Vikings Twitter internet legend.
0: Oh, that's going to be a hell of a show. I miss Christopher Gates. It's been too, I do,
1: long. too. I, I do too, man. I can't wait to have Chris get All right, with that, we're done. We're going to a commercial break, and then we're coming back with trivia. So, go! Commercial. Now.
2: Punk, I've heard that you've been saying the Bingo Long is a better picture than the Bad News Bears. So what? Bad News Bears is our picture, dope. Bingo Long's funnier. Say that again, and I'll train ya. you. I'm warning s- you. You don't scare me. I still think Bingo Long's better. Bingo Long, Bingo Long.
0: Just for fun, for a bang-up movie, see the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings, rated PG, starts Friday at theaters everywhere.
2: Welcome to Twinces Trivia. How are you? I'm
1: good. Twinces, how are you?
2: Good. Today's categories: <laughs> Bad News Bears, NFL player mugshots and crime, not training camps, and everyone's favorite category: picture puzzles. These get better every
0: week. Yeah, yes, they do, Ted.
2: So, Bad News Bears—just what it says. This is questions about the movie, the original movie. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Here we go for 100. Jodie Foster was originally cast as Amanda, but she dropped out in order to do what movie?
0: Oh, um, Taxi Driver. Yes, yes. Good job. Good
2: job. Well done. Hundred for you. Two hundred. The Bears make it to the championship game and play who? Yankees. The
0: Yankees, I believe.
2: That is correct.
0: The pitcher for the Yankees was the courtship of Eddie's father's kid, Ted. No way. Yeah, Brandon Cruz. He got hit in the face with the burrito. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and then Vic Morrow smacked him on the mound. Yeah. That's courtship of Eddie's father, the little kid on that. I got to go back and rewatch that. No way. Really? Yeah, the great Brandon Cruz. That's your tasty, tasty,
2: tasty. (laughs) All right, for 300, who is Ahmad's favorite baseball player?
0: Hank Aaron. Yep.
2: Very good. I didn't know a lot about this movie, so I didn't know what you guys were going to consider difficult or easy. It's a classical. let
1: me tell you about my best friend.
2: (laughs) It's him, Ted. It's that kid. All right. NFL player mugshots and crime. This is in honor of Jordan Addison and his wonderful start to the NFL crime scene. So you're going to see a picture of a mugshot, Name the player and oh, for bonus points, name the crime. Okay. Ready? Are they
0: currently playing? That's sap.
2: Yes, what's the crime?
0: Probably some kind of sexual assault. Um, <laughs> you're close. Oh, um tried
1: to pick up a hooker. Solicitation of prostitution. Yeah! <laughs> lover! Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I know like my sex crimes, baby! <laughs> what am
2: I <laughs> Wait, hold on? All right, for 200, name the player. Um, jeez,
1: that's a tough one. That's what she said. That looks familiar.
2: Yeah, come on, guys. You know who this is. Adrian Peterson?
1: No, it's not Peterson. I almost want to say Antoine Winfield, but I don't think he's ever, it's not him. He's never been arrested.
0: Maurice Claret? Shut up. No. (laughs) Shut up. I don't know who that is, Ted. I don't either. Is it, is it, wait, is it that uh, guy from Alabama? got busted for when he
2: drove fast and killed the person? What, Ruggs? No. Ruggs, Not Henry no. Ruggs? He, no, he was a wide receiver.
1: Well, that narrows it down.
2: That's your hint.
1: Is that Jerome, he uh, played for the Vikings, had all the pot delivered to his house? No. Jerome Simpson? Jerome no. Simpson? No, it's
0: no, probably no. somebody from the Raiders. Watch, it'll be a Raider guy.
2: It Where is Tactico Burris. Oh, damn it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's right. Shot himself. Shot shot himself? Dude went to prison for
0: shooting himself in the leg. Well, he went to Michigan State. What do you expect? Well, there you go. There There you go. All right,
2: 200 for me. 300, name the player, and he has four separate crimes.
1: Oh, that's got to be Pac-Man Jones.
2: Nope. (laughs) No, that's not Pac-Man? Nope. (laughs) That's what I was going to guess. We're in trouble now. He's a starting running back in the NFL. Come on, guys. You don't recognize guys' faces?
1: No, no, I, 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 don't honestly. Unless they're on the Vikings, I usually don't. I'll go with Kareem Hunt.
2: That is Cedric Benson. <laughs> Drunk and disorderly conduct, drunken driving, assault, assault.
0: Wow, that guy had a great future in the league too. Bears legend Cedric, Benson. he's
2: got, he's got more felony convictions than he has career touchdowns, doesn't he? <laughs> Holy crap! (laughs) That's great. Alright, not training camp. This is extremely random. You're going to see a picture. Tell me what kind of camp it is. It's not a training camp. Well, what kind of camp is it?
1: Uh, fat
2: camp. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Is that me? (laughs) I know, right? Looks just like you. Okay, what kind of camp? Basic training, boot, baby! Boot camp!
1: Boot camp, yep.
2: I'll accept him. Trouble teen camp. <laughs> 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 All right. Teen diversion camp. 300, name the camp.
1: Uh, Sleep camp. Cult camp.
2: <laughs> Good enough. Religious <laughs> camp. <laughs> My next guess one was those, Jesus yeah. camp. Yep. <laughs> Cult camp. Really just can't say.
0: My favorite now.
2: Alright, picture puzzles. This is in honor of Bad News Bears. You're going to see the picture puzzle, and these are all bad Chicago Bears who were bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were Sandra bad Nixon boys. Again. All right. Here we go. Name
1: the player David. All right. uh, David, and that's um, Arthur. Uh, who play, He played Arthur. God, what was his name? Uh, hold on, uh, his name was Dudley Moore. David Moore? David, David Moore? Wait. David Dudley?
2: No, it's David Moore, you got it! David
1: Moore, okay! <laughs> Look at that mugshot! I've never heard of that dude!
2: That looks like Stephon Diggs on meth! <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Says he was arrested for possession of weed edibles!
0: See? Highly oh, touted! Okay.
2: Oh, I forgot to say these are all dudes that were arrested in 2022.
0: We we know everything. Oh, okay, coaches, all just right. Clear that up.
2: Name the player.
1: Um. Oh, that's uh he quarter quarterback for the Jaguars.
0: Um, used to be, and then he was on Marshall.
1: Before yeah. That. Offensive coordinator.
0: What hell's his name? Broderick something or.
1: His team lifted him. He broke his leg and he played. They yeah. Told, what looked, is his?
0: He was a ah. League. What's his name? Coordinator for the Buccaneers. Yes. Um.
1: David. David Pringle?
0: No, it's not David.
1: It's what is
2: it? What the hell is that guy's name? <laughs> this is driving me nuts. Okay, think of the Chicago Bear player that got arrested last year. David Moore. No. Who? Pringle. Byron. 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 Yes! Byron Byron Pringle! <laughs> Byron Pringle! <laughs> yes! Yes! It's Byron <laughs> Leffler! <Lefwin. laughs> <laughs> we're job.
1: Oh, God, we're so dumb.
2: This is. Alright. You guys are gonna win but for 300 name the bad Matt player. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> good job good old Matt was arrested for gun charges in 2022
0: oh why geez. do we, so
2: many guys get arrested dad all right thanks for playing we'll see you next week
1: thank right. you Tooncers that was awesome as always you know all those were Bears players arrested in the offseason. That used to be a common occurrence for the Vikings. and this past offseason, the only thing they had was Jordan Addison
0: speeding. I think so. Everson Griff got a DUI, but he's not on the team. He's anymore. not a team anymore, yeah.
1: The Vikings have really cleaned up their act since
0: the halcyon days of Mike Tyson, the love boat. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> what about Fred Smoot? That- Fred Smoot. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: All right, that
1: wraps up another great episode of Vikings Report with Drew and Ted, episode 101. Patch on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Grab your weapon and follow me. I'm the Airborne Infantry. Anyways, that's episode 101. Folks, thanks so much for liking and subscribing. We hit 23,000 subscriptions on our YouTube channel. That's just a stupid number I didn't even think was possible. Like and subscribe, ring the bell, all that stuff you got to do or we'd like you to do. It's a free country. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Drew, thanks so much for being the best co-host in the business. Uh, I love doing this show with you. Ruby, without you, this show wouldn't even be possible. We're dumb. Drew and I are dumb. We know it. But we're not that dumb to realize how important you are to making this show the success that it's become. Folks, again, thanks for commenting, liking, subscribing. That's all I got for now, buddy. Take us home.
0: Ted Glover! Episode 101, man. We did a little Bad News Bears tonight. Tatum O'Neill is 58 now. Thank you so much for all the subscriptions and for watching the show. We really appreciate the uh, the support. And every week I say it, when I watch the raw footage to what Toonses does after production, Ted, wouldn't be the same. Mm-mm. Wouldn't be the same without her. So thank you, Toonses. We are on our way to our live show next week, Ted. What day? Tuesday, 7 p.m. God's time. That'd be central time. Sally will be here, Chris will be here, Ted will be here, I'll be here, Toonsis will be here, we're just gonna have a head of a party. Until then, say goodnight, Ted. Good night, Ted. Da <laughs> da <laughs> da 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 ba da ba-pa-pa-da. Buttermaker! Engelberg? Reggie? Yes! We're celebrating. Why are we celebrating? Because you should be damn proud of
2: yourself.
0: I'll drink
2: that. Go.